Ahoy, motherfuckers! Welcome to Hindsight Movie Reviews. I'm Derek, and as always, I'm joined by my right-hand man, the brilliant, the wonderful, the best co-host, the best host in the business, Brandon. Brandon, what's going on with you? We are coming to an end of one of my favorite actors' months. And I got to say, there were no bad movies. So we had a whole month of all entertaining movies. Let's see. We had Meet the Parents. We had Tropic Thunder. We had Dodgeball. And now we're closing out. Okay, yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that. It was. It, it would have been kind of shaky if I had added that other one in there. But um, That wasn't a bad movie. No. No, honestly... I can't really go out of my way to think of a movie that Ben Stiller's done that I would say is inherently bad, but I gotta be honest with you, fam. Along Came Polly, it had moments, like the rain dance moment, that was dope, and, and really Philip Seymour Hoffman, every time he was on screen, it was dope, but by and large, it was a by-the-numbers uh, romantic comedy um, with a lot of just... Not, not like if I don't know if Ben Stiller wrote that movie, but um, Alec Baldwin, he was funny. Alec Baldwin was hilarious in it. Um, and then Ben Stiller's mom going to the uh Indian restaurant and being like, like, like just the racism. (laughs) But by and large, it was something that um, I would put that on his lower end of his movies, which would still be like a, a six, you know. Um, but I'm glad that we traded that one out for the movie that we did watch, uh, which is one of my uh, favorite underrated movies of his. Um, I don't think it gets the love that it really deserves. Uh, this week we watched uh, Mystery Men. And Mystery Men to me is just one of the best uh, superhero spoof movies that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it, it came out in what? Uh, 1999 so this came out before his uh big run um and it stars uh ben stiller uh as mr furious hank azaria as the blue raja uh janine garofalo as the bowler william h macy as the shoveler uh kel mitchell as the invisible boy and uh paul rubin as the spleen um, Brandon, was this your first time ever seeing this movie? Did I remember? I've seen the movie before. I just had no recollection of it at all. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. I, I, for, I did not realize that Pee Wee Herman was in this movie. <laughs> and he's so entertaining. You, you know, Pee Wee doesn't get the respect that he deserves because he's known more for Pee Wee's Playhouse and the Big Adventure, but also for that whole uh, porn theater thing where he was jacking off in a porno theater. But the movies that he did after he um, stopped doing like Pee Wee's Big Adventure were pretty fucking dope. Between this and Blow, when he was Derek for real, he's a really good actor who doesn't get the credit he deserves. How old is this man? Who, Pee Wee Herman? He's got to be like 60-something at least, if not more. Uh, he was born in 52, so... 68? 68 years Pee-wee old. Pee Wee Herman is 68 years old? Yep. Golly. Yep. So, this movie was... I saw it when I was in college... And I laughed uproariously then, but now it hits me even harder. Um, And it starts off with, um, they don't even have a name. It's just Hank, Will, or it's the Blue Raja, whose name is Jeff, the Shoveler, whose name is Eddie, and Mr. Furious. I didn't understand Blue Raja. What was the joke they were trying to do? I I I don't know what they were trying to do with him. But I love how they um, pretty much broke him down. And we'll get to that in a few seconds. Um, but they go and there's a group of villains called the Red Eyes who are um, robbing a senior citizen center and taking wallets and arms and teeth and all that kind of stuff. And the Blue Rajas, Shoveler, and Mr. Furious show up. And um, the Blue Raja 
well, the shoveler, of course, he he has a shovel. He hits people with a shovel. That's his superpower. He shovels better than anyone else, as he tells his wife, who's played by a absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, Jennifer Lewis. Um, I shovel better than anybody else. She's like, I know you do, baby, but you got to stop. But they go in there. He's a shoveler. He hits people in the face with the shovel. Mr. Furious... Roy is like, I guess he wants to be like the Incredible Hulk. Yes, he's the Incredible Hulk. Where when he gets mad, he's he just feels the anger well up inside him until it runs over and he just goes wild on people. But he, he really doesn't. <laughs> he just thinks he's getting furious and then he gets beat up. And the Blue Raja, the Blue Raja is the master of cutlery. He throws forks and spoons. Uh, So they go in and they're fighting against the red eyes. And for a second, it looks like they're going to do well. They're going to be okay. But then they they start getting their asses whooped. Uh, The Blue Raja throws a fork that hits uh, the shoveler in the butt. And so the shoveler uh, yelps after he gets hit in the butt by this um, fork. And he hits Roy in the face with his shovel. And as they're all struggling with one another... Uh, Captain Amazing, who's played by Greg Kinnear, uh, comes in and beats up everybody and saves the day. Captain Amazing is the uh, resident superhero of their city. Um, and he is literally... He's he a has, dick. He's an absolute asshole. Uh, Champion City is the name of the city that they live in. Um, and he's an absolute asshole who has a ton of endorsements like Pepsi and milk companies and, and, and car companies. And so as he's, after he gets done beating up the, the red eyes, uh, he leaves out and he's like, he has a press conference to get to, uh, Roy, uh, Eddie and Jeff are like, Hey man, well, not Roy, Jeff and Eddie are like, Hey man, you're great. And all that kind of stuff. And he's like, thanks guys. I got to get to a press conference. He goes to the press conference, which he's already set up in front of this senior citizen center. Like as soon as he gets done beating these people up, he has a press conference because he set this whole thing up. Um, And so he goes out, he does this press conference. One of the reporters is like, what's your thoughts on you losing your endorsement? No, before that, a little boy asked him to sign his hat. And he mushes him. He he just pushed the little boy out the way. (laughs) Like, out of my way, kid. There's a person in the wheelchair, and he just rolls him off to the side, and who knows what happens to that person. And then and then he walks up on the – and the news lady doesn't even care about him doing any of this. It's on film. They're recording him doing it. And then she just starts asking him questions. So, they um, – he has his press conference. He's like, yo, I lost Pepsi? And his publicist is like, yeah, um, you know, back when you used to have people to fight, you used to get good endorsements. Now that you beat everybody up, your job is pretty much obsolete. And so he's like, yeah, um, I need to find new people to fight. And he's like, what about, um," and he goes down the list of people that he uh, has fought before. And they've either died or they're in uh, prison or they're in the insane asylum. Everybody except for one dude is gone. The one dude's name is the best villain name in the world. I don't know why, because it makes no sense. Casanova Frankenstein. And so also we forgot to say he wears his endorsements on his costume like a race car driver. Yes, like all of them, patches all over his uh, all yeah. over his costume for everybody to see. Um, and so he's like, "Yo, what we need to go ahead and do is we need to go and we need to uh, find somebody that we can bring back." And they're like, "Well, everybody's gone except for Casanova Frankenstein, who you threw in jail." And he's like, "You know what? I, I." I used to love Casanova Frankenstein. Remember, he had that look, that stare. He had that 
I can't do it. But he had that look. Oh, the battles we used to have. And he was like, well, it's too bad that he's in the insane asylum. So now you can't do anything. And he's like, oh, right. So then they go back to uh, Roy, Jeff, and Eddie, who are sitting at a diner nearby watching a, um, a commercial of Captain Amazing. And they start talking about how their evening went. And it went something like this. Yeah! Hi, everybody. You know, tooth decay and gingivitis can be a crime. That's why I use Mighty Whitey Toothpaste. Because I want my teeth to look amazing. I'm going to bring this up again. It's 150 bucks a piece. We each chip in. My cousin knows this guy who knows a publicist. What are we going to publicize, Roy? The fact that we get our butts kicked a lot? Well, maybe if you didn't smack me in the face with a shovel every time we went out, you'd right, have some now, more wins to brag about. I'm sorry about that. I just have a tendency to lose my concentration when I've got a salad fork stuck in my rear end. Oh, oh, I get it. So your shovel in his face is my fault. You that threw mean? a spoon at the guy, Jeff. Yeah, what was up with that? I'd be embarrassed about that. I, I thought it was a fault. You're the master <laughs> of cutlery. You can't throw a knife sometimes. No, I can't. Oh, you, oh, you can't uh, use a rake sometimes. No, I'm the shovel. Well, I'm the blue rajah. I'm not stab man. I'm not knifey boy. I'm the blue rajah. You know, that's another thing. What? I mean, you could get a little bit of blue in the uniform somewhere. Really? I mean, you, got, you, got, you got green. There's like a little flowery thing happening, but there's like everything but. Doesn't make a lot of sense. If we could just step out of our literal minds for just one moment. Hey, ooh, look what I'm doing. Look at that. I'm putting 150 right on the table. Who's in with me, huh? I don't have 150. Now, do I? If I did, I would plunder my mother's silverware. It's a waste of money. You know who doesn't think it's a waste of money? Little Mr. Captain Amazing. Well, Captain, um, if we had a billionaire like Lance Hunt as our benefactor, yeah, we could spend 150. That's because Lance Hunt is Captain Amazing. Oh, don't uh, start that again. Lance Hunt wears glasses. Captain Amazing doesn't wear glasses. He takes them off when he transforms. That doesn't make any sense. He wouldn't be able to see. <laughs> That's the best part. Hi, thanks for waiting. The look on his face. Hey, thanks for dropping by. Do you know what you want? Mm-hmm. Well, if you'll allow me to begin, my dear, Blue Rajah is quite partial to the salad we swaz. My dress of choice is Roncho Light, and I'd appreciate it if you'd hold the back of bits. However, seeing as it's your first night and all, I suppose I'll forgive you if you forget. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> what was that accent? He, this guy, Jeff, the Blue Raja, who doesn't wear blue, lives at home with his mother and has a fake British accent for no reason. But that's a, it's such a terrible British accent, too. <laughs> it's such a shit British accent. Because oh. Britain owned, because Britain ran the government in India, so he wears a turban. I, I, I don't know how this works what it's supposed to be like how his stuff all comes together but i guess i i guess it's supposed to work i'll fork get you if you forget that was such a horrible <laughs> who's next <laughs> but the the part that made me laugh wasn't just the um Lance Hunt, who is Captain Amazing, obviously. Lance Hunt wears glasses. Captain Amazing doesn't. How would he be able to see if he didn't have his glasses? <laughs> it's just such a great conversation on Superman and Clark Kent. I'm sure that somebody has to have mentioned that to somebody by now. Um, That's exactly what it is. Whew. So then... Um, they go to the institution where Cas Casanova Frankenstein is having his parole hearing. And um, at first they're like, yo, we're not gonna give you parole. Like, are you, are you, what? Are you serious? And everybody's saying no, except for one woman who clearly is in, um, you know, who clearly is with Casanova. Um, but she's like, I think we should let him go. And everybody else is like, nah. And then Lance Hunt shows up. And Lance is like, I just want to let y'all know that I was having dinner earlier today with somebody. You might know him. Captain Amazing. 
And he's like, in this world, he starts reading a note from Captain Amazing, which is really just a list of grocery items. <laughs> in a world where good needs evil and evil needs good, sometimes good is evil and evil is good. And so basically, I think, you know, we should we should let him go. And they're like, they let him out just because one person said so. Yep. They don't even do that in the Justice League. Superman say let Lex Luthor out. They're not about to let him out. But here, Captain Amazing, who to my eyes, he don't even do shit. And he must have been good. Apparently he put all those people in prison. So maybe he was good at one point. But it don't seem like he's good anymore. No, he's he's all in it for the money. Like this is literally his his business. There's nothing else for him but his business. Um, and so he's like Captain or Casanova Frankenstein gets back to his lair. The um, three, Jeff, Eddie, and Roy are about to leave after they uh, go, they leave out of the restaurant. And one of the funny lines is, uh, Jeff is like the blue Rogers. Like, I don't understand why we had to split the bill if one of us got salad and one of us got a steak. And Roy's like, if you don't have it, just say you don't have it. <laughs> well, it just doesn't make sense, it doesn't divide up equally. But they see, um, the disco boys. Did we uh, ever are, see if they had real jobs at any point in this movie, or did I miss that? No, they they don't they they never actually indicate if, if they have real jobs. Like what? Who would have a real job? Jennifer Lewis says he's a good husband and a good father, which means he got to be bringing in some money. He's a he's the best shoveler in the world. That's his job. What does he shovel? He's a construction worker. He's he's a shoveler. He, the he's the best shoveling? shoveler. Also, this is a fictional city too. We forgot to mention that Champion City. Very, very. It different. looks like, and it looked like Batman and Robin. Okay, I found a deleted scene. Um, the Blue Raja, it looks like he works at a cutlery store. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, see, as they're leaving out of the restaurant, they see Tony P, who is one of the disco boys. He's played by... Um, gosh, gosh, Eddie Izzard, and they also see uh Tony P's sidekick not his sidekick, but the other disco boy, uh, Tony C, the two Tonys. And Tony C is played by Praz from the Fugees, so he don't get a lot of speaking lines. But uh, they see them get into their limo, and Roy's like, Yo, we should follow them. Why are they back in town? And Eddie's like, uh, it's late. I got to go home to my wife. And Jeff is like, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. And so Roy goes by himself. Um, when he gets there, he sees that the disco boys uh, have met up with Casanova Frankenstein. Um, and they are. That's what I, would, I thought I missed something there, too. So they are not all part of the same crew. No, it's two a bunch of different crews. gangs underneath him. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. And so when he, when Casanova Frankenstein gets there, uh, Tony from Mystery Men, it, or Tony is uh, in the disco room that Casanova has. And this way. Then. Years, Casanova. A lot of things have changed since then. 
It must have been hard for you, Tony, the way times and styles have changed. <laughs> you hear the people saying that disco is dead. Disco is not dead. Disco is life. Yes, Tony, that is the passion I remember. So he's like, hey, when I run the town again, disco will never die. By the way, we're, we're, we're about to have a visitor. So he goes back upstairs. Lance has turned back into Captain Amazing. And he busts into um, Casanova's house. And this plays out. Because again, Lance, or Captain Amazing, has only free Casanova Frankenstein. So then he literally can capture Casanova Frankenstein again and send him back to the insane asylum. The only problem is Casanova just blew up the insane asylum. Like as soon as he got out, he blew up the insane asylum. And then Lance shows up and this happens. Mm. Oh, this is a fine, elegant Harvey Forsbanker. Even when it's sucked by scum like you? Captain Amazing, what a surprise. Really? I'm not so sure about that. Your first night of freedom and you blow up the asylum. Interesting choice. I knew you couldn't change. I knew you'd know that. Oh, I know that. And I knew you'd know I'd know you knew. But I didn't. I only knew that you'd know that I knew. Did you know that? Of course. Please, won't you join me? With pleasure. Oh, quick thought. Would you mind removing the submicronic laser in the ring on the index finger of your left hand? Of course. And if it wouldn't be too much trouble, go ahead and disengage the psychotropic bacterium dart launchers in your slippers. Done. The cold fusion ultrasonic neurostunner in your drink stir. Turn it off. We know each other so well, don't we? Lance. Well, we've always been each other's greatest nemesises. Sigh. Nemesis. What? What's the plural on that? Nemesis. Whatever. If you're going to prison for life this time, Casanova. You see, here in Champion City, we still do a fairly brisk trade. Injustice. I thought it was all about publicity and keeping your sponsors happy. See, it's that kind of cynicism that I, I truly feel is starting to poison society. Oh, looky here. A multi-frequency radio detonator. You should be more careful when discarding incriminating evidence. Oh, no, no, no. This is an amusing little gizmo. It's really quite cool. Yeah? What, what, what is it? <coughs> Ugh. <laughs> it's a chloroform deploying portable enticement snare. A what? Ah, oh, dang! <laughs> oh, Lancey, you really are so predictable. It's a portable uh, detonating enticement snare. Of chloroform. Of chloroform. Chloroform. Also, uh, Lance is stupid. Well, That's yeah. Very stupid. <laughs> Yeah, he's stupid. Uh, the fact that he set, the fact that he freed this dude from jail, just so then he can uh, come right back and say you're going to jail for life, is something within itself. But yeah, he's real stupid. Um, so after he gets uh, captured, uh, Casanova prepares to unleash the psychofraculator which lethally bends reality uh, onto the city. Uh, but Mr. Furious observed Captain Amazing's capture and he informed his team. Um, they tried to go and rescue him, but they got the ass whooped by the Disco Boys. And the three realized they needed more allies. Um, they meet Invisible Boy, who is played, like I said, by Keenan uh, Keenan Mitchell. And he's like, they're like, what's your, um, what's your, uh, your, your, your special power? And he's like, well, I'm invisible. 
I turn invisible. <laughs> and they were like, you turn invisible. And he was like, yeah. And they were like, when do you turn invisible? He was like, well, it only works when nobody's watching. And they were like, you can only turn invisible when nobody's watching. He's like, yeah, even myself. If I'm, if I see myself, then I become visible again. But if nobody's watching, then nobody can see me. And they were like, how do you know that works? And he was like, I just do. Here we go. Give us a demonstration. No, I can only become invisible when no one's watching. So you're only invisible to yourself? Oh, no. If I look at myself, I become visible. So you can only become invisible when absolutely nobody is watching you? Yes. Um, do forgive our incredulity, but uh, I'm wondering how you can be certain you've achieved transparency at all. Well, when you go invisible, you can feel them. Okay, I'm Thanks a lot. It was nice to have met you. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Can I come? So he ends up going a whole bunch of different. He's got if a tree falls into forest powers. Yeah, but but the thing is about his power is that he just gets ignored a lot. Like his dad doesn't even pay attention to him, which was sad. So he's been getting ignored for so long because nobody looks up at him. He never looks at himself. He just figures he's invisible. The invisible boy but he's in chat rooms and networking with all sorts of superheroes and so he's like i know a lot of superheroes we can get them to come out uh, and they're like all right go ahead and set that up um but the next thing that happened before that is that um they first uh mr furious goes to work and finds this uh, unbreakable, uh, like, Jeep. And his uh, boss is telling him to junk it. So that's his job. He works in the junkyard. And here's that scene. Morning, Sally. You're late. Yes, I know. I was up all night trying to defend the city from evil, but I'm sure you don't really care about that. Work starts at 9. It's 9.25. Ooh, so I guess all the junk's probably ruined by now. Hey, sucker, what are you going to tear down that Jeep like I told you to? Okay, I thought we went through this yesterday. That old Jeep is actually an armored car of some type. It was meant to withstand bombs. I can't just rip it apart with a crowbar. Just junk it. Well, maybe if you gave me the proper tools, I could... Junk it! All right, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to have this discussion with you, but I think we should deal with it like two people who respect. I want to jump. Okay. Right now, I'm kind of like a powder keg, and you're the match. If you tell me to junk it one more time. Junk it now! You got that? This fool took one of them stress balls that were so prevalent in the 90s and squeezed the shit out of it while making the stupidest faces at this woman. And then says, that stress ball just saved your life. <laughs> and then he goes out and he can't junk because it's indestructible. Um, next thing that He's happens, got a way of, like... He's he's got one of the best people... He's one of the best people in, in, in making facial expressions. Mm-hmm. In, in Hollywood. Like, his facial expressions are so, like, just ridiculous. Like, they're just so over the top. But they always fit his ridiculous characters. Also, Roy might be the most normal named character he's ever had. <laughs> we don't know his last name. His last name might be something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see. We've had Gaylord Fokker. We've had White Goodman. Tug Speedman. Tug Speedman. 
and uh, what was the name of something about Mary? Something Pfeffer, Reuben Pfeffer. Reuben Pfeffer. That was something and about Mary, but we don't, we don't we don't talk about that. Um, something about Mary. I forget his name or something. About, I think he had a normal name or something about Mary. Yeah, I do too. But then after that, we go back to um, Captain Amazing and Casanova Frankenstein. And Captain Amazing has woke up and now he's captured by Casanova. And this motherfucker. Oh, you forgot Derek Zoolander. <laughs> True. <laughs> this motherfucker sells out so quick, Captain Amazing. It's he like makes a ridiculous. Trophy, don't you think? Listen, I really think we need to talk about your plans here. You know my plans, Nancy. Tomorrow night, I'm going to kill you. Right, that's the part that really doesn't work for me. When the clock strikes twelve, cuckoo, cuckoo. You will be dead, and my city will be given a new state of mind. Well, listen, clearly you got to go with what you're comfortable with, but I don't know. I just keep coming back to this place, and I'm spitballing here, but maybe we release the captain to the authorities. I say that you're completely reformed. Wink, wink. There's rejoicing in the streets. Then, at that point, you do the whole destruction of the city thing. I mean, is it a perfect plan? <laughs> no. And I think that's what I like about it. It, jeez. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. That's great. Turn off the lights now. It was just an idea. Okay, wait. I got a better one. You let me live. I am your your sidekick. I'm like amazing boy or Casanova. <laughs> you let me out. I go to the authorities. I tell them that you're reformed. Later, you destroy the whole city. Whatever. Is it a great no, idea? He, no. Then he no. backfires on him, and then he catches him, and he fucking puts him in jail. He's so... He's so... And casting over Frankenstein didn't even fall for that shit. No. He's the smartest person on here. Casting over Frankenstein... Jeffrey Rush played this role like he ate the scenery up. But it's absolutely amazing. Like everything he did to me was just hilarious. Um, so yeah, he's like, I'll be your sidekick. Just, you know, let me go. Um, so he doesn't do that. The uh, three Jeff, well, the Blue Raja, Mr. Furious, and the Shoveler go with the Invisible Boy to a diner to sit down and start to plan out how to get people to come to their tryout. Um, and while they're sitting there talking, <laughs> the spleen shows up. Oh, bugger all. It's the spleen. Oh, play dead. Who's that? Turn, turn your head. Don't say anything. Hey, fellas, we're down in Swedish looking for superheroes. Uh-oh. Oh, not nope. really? Yeah. Uh, actually, we're just leaving. Yes, wrong than that. <laughs> oh. Here we go. Perfect time. As, she, as they say, we're leaving. The, the waitress shows up with their food and places it in front of them, and they're like, oh, perfect time. I'm like, okay. Um, the spleen looks like a rat with rotten teeth and just a mass of pimples all over his face. <laughs> and this greasy long hair like he just looks nasty and it's then such he, a paul rubin character and he plays it perfectly and he explains how his stuff came about it's for you hamburger right yeah it's like that. enjoy why are you guys so kissing me it hurts my feelings i'm a superhero too i have powers really oh, like what Ooh. So glad you asked. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Well, it all started when I was just 13 years of age. One day, while walking with some friends, I accidentally cut the cheese. Well, in my adolescent awkwardness, I blamed it on an old gypsy woman who happened to be passing by. Big mistake! <laughs> the woman placed a curse upon my head. 
because I'd smelt it, she decreed I would forevermore be he who dealt it! Let me illustrate. No, you don't have to. It's not necessary, really. He puts lotions on the table to plug their noses. Seven meters. Airspeed normal. Compensate for air conditioning. Pull my fingers. Don't do it. Oh, dear God. S. Silent, but deadly. That's good shooting. <laughs> that was amazing. It's disgusting. So this dude actually does have superpowers. I don't care what they yes. say. He has superpowers. That's what I say. He's like the one out of their actual group who actually has superpowers in that first core group. Um, and they're like, you're nasty. And he's like, uh, I'm amazing. And so uh, Invisible Boy is like, we should put together a uh, audition and we should tell folks there's a pool and a pizza. So they go to the Shepler's house where his wife is like, I'm gonna divorce you. <laughs> I'm taking the kids to my mom's house. If anybody gets in my pool, I'm going to divorce you. Jennifer Lewis is a gift. So they have the audition uh, for to join uh, their their group. And it, it doesn't go well. I and the waffler. With my griddle of justice, I bash the enemy in the head, or I burn them like so. Oh, don't do that. I also have uh, my truth syrup, which uh, is low fat. And I've been working on a theme song, kind of a waffle man, I'm the waffler, golden crispy, bad guys of history, yeah! And I'm running, you know, just think about it. Do you have a, a health plan, by the way? Maybe dental, eye? Next. Hi, uh, I am Pencil Head. And I am son of Pencil Head. We erase crime. Two generations of <clears throat> Yes, thank you. And you right? Yeah, I think you like this. I'll say. I'm the ballerina man. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Thanks. I am. You copied me. You copied me. You did not. Liar. Now, ladies, ladies, now let's, let's play nicely. And so the obligatory uh, girl fight for a 90s movie pops out. Fire. Breaks out. four days a month. Is there a problem with that? <laughs> no, 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 whatever you say. We'll, we'll get back to you. I don't so know. Whatever. So everybody flames out and they're like, you know what, this sucked. It was a horrible idea. And then Janine Garofalo shows up. None of those people had any powers. No, they any just had- Any skills whatsoever. That kid would have gotten murdered. <laughs> like this, well, it wasn't even plugged dude, in. The one dude burned his face. No, the fuck he didn't. It wasn't plugged in anything. You don't know if it was already plugged in and just still hot. It could have been. You're you're absolutely right. He, he burned his face and didn't even flinch. So maybe he's got pain tolerance powers. No, he doesn't. He has a song in low-fat syrup of truth. <laughs> yes, truth syrup. Yeah, you get it? Like Truth Serum? That's Truth's a great gimmick. That's a good name for syrup if you start a syrup company. Truth Serum. I might steal that. Please don't. Please don't steal that. So Janine Garofalo shows up and she's like, hey guys, is the audition still going on? And and Mr. Furious is like, nah, we're done here. And she's like, cool, then I guess I'll just, you know take my ball and go home and she throws her bowling ball which has a skull in it 
and the bowling ball, which should weigh like 13 pounds, she throws it and it literally flies all over the yard. It's 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 incredible. It's the magic. Well, that was a complete waste of time. Like so many things we do. Hi! Hi, you guys. Am I too late to try out? What time is it? I don't have a watch on. Yeah, sorry. You'll have to pretend to be a superhero somewhere else. Really? I see. That's fine. So the bowling ball flies around all over the yard and bounces off trash cans and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't roll. It literally flies. And then it always comes back to her. It always lands back in her bag. Um, the bowler is absolutely a, a name of a hero. And from she's like absolutely the golden a super- age of, golden age and of she, comics. And she's, yeah, exactly. And um, this whole movie is based on a comic book series created by Bob Burton. Uh, so yeah, she's the, like the only other superhero there. I guess I'll just have to take my ball and go home. No, please, oh, that was uh, cool. Wait, hey, take one hold second. Stop her. Wait, hold on, stop her. Oh, oh, oh we speak. Wow, that was great. Man, man, we might bye. be able to uh, squeeze in one more interview. Yeah, seeing as how you schlepped your ball all this way. Appreciate that. Thanks. You're really good. We up? I'm the screen. I'm the bowler. How you doing? <laughs> Very attractive. <laughs> so they're like, like, like Carmine the bowler? And she's like, yes, I'm his daughter. Apparently, Carmine the bowler was a huge superhero uh, in their city and was murdered by Tony C. Also, somehow, um, Kel Mitchell was better acting in Good Burger than he was in this film. He had to carry the film in Good Burger. I thought he... No, Keenan carried the film in Good Burger. I thought he was terrible in this movie. Every scene, I thought he was horrible. Well, yeah, definitely. I'm like, yo, how does this man get another job after this? He was horrible. But then I looked it up, and he didn't get too many jobs after this. (laughs) He so, just lived you know, off his name in residuals. Yeah, I guess he did. He 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 didn't do much but some straight to DVD stuff. Mm-hmm. So then after that, they go and they uh find Casanova Frankenstein's lim- limousine, and they think they're doing damage by uh locking all his doors and having the spleen fart into the car. And Mr. Furious is jumping up and down on top of the car, screaming out the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. And the bowler throws um, her bowling ball through the car window. And I guess they believe that they, uh, they pulled something off, but like 10 minutes later, the disco boys come back and find them and corner them in an alley and are, and are about to, um, well, execute them. When earlier in this in the movie, um, the spleen and Mister and Invisible Boy are talking about a guy called the Sphinx. No, no, uh, and and uh, the shoveler gets involved with the conversation. He's like, "I heard he can cut guns in half with his mind." I don't actually know if he can do that, but then as he's about we to get do it. No, that's what he says. I don't know if he can actually do that. Oh, but yeah. then as they're about to get executed, we see the guns get cut in half and it's the Sphinx. And the Sphinx is like, yo, y'all need to come work together before you can uh, go do work. And so he takes him to superhero training. I believe in my powers. I believe in my powers. I believe in the powers of my teammates. I believe in the powers of my teammates. I trust. In my powers? I, I trust in, in my, my powers. powers. I trust in the powers of my teammates. I trust in the powers of my, my teammates. teammates. <laughs> this team 
must learn to work together or mark my words. It will be torn apart. Now, gather round. Gather round, embrace one another. Gather round. Embrace one another quickly. Roy. Why do you stand aside while the others practice? Practice? That's not practicing. That's, that's group hugging. We should be busting in on Casanova right now. He who questions training only trains himself at asking questions. <laughs> what? <laughs> who was looking for the painting here? Oh, that was me. Ah, uh, yes. Work well on your new costumes, my friends. For when you care for what is outside, what is inside cares for you. You know, the clock is ticking here. Are we going to sew dresses all day, or are we going to rescue amazing? I need a thimble. Anybody? Patience, my son. <laughs> to summon your power for the conflict to come, you must first have power over that which conflicts you. OK, am I the only one who finds these sayings just a little <laughs> formulaic? If you want to push something down, you have to pull it up. If you want to go left, you have to go right. It's Your temper is very quick, my friend. But until you learn to master your rage... Your rage will become your master? <laughs> That's what you were going to say, right? Right? Not necessarily. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's it. I'm out of here. Thanks for all the advice, Mr. Mysterioso, but it's time to get busy with it. Come on, Eddie, let's go. No, boy, I, I think he's getting results. Yeah, and the biggest one is that we're all out of here. Come on, Jeff, let's peel some willies. Let's go. I don't want to leave these things. Okay, how about the rest of you, huh? You want to sit here and play Susie Homemaker with Captain Conundrum, or do you want to be superheroes? Okay. I don't need a compass to tell me which way the wind shines. Roy, wait. Let's talk about no, this. No, Eddie, let's not talk about it. Now, you want to sit here and make Halloween outfits with Little Red Riding Hood, or you want to take care of business? Well, I guess from now on, I ride in a wolf pack of one. So. He's patches of hula hand. That's who he is. Who? The Sphinx. Really? Yeah. Just oh, you mean that's monster. what he's like? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant he played. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Roy dips out, um, and they, with in his absence, the rest of the group goes out and they find Doc Heller, who had came and talked to the shoveler uh, earlier on in the movie. Um, and he, after they got beat up by the red by the red eyes, he was like, "Hey, y'all need weaponry, and I can help you out." So they go and see him, and he has a tornado in a can. He has an argulator, which makes people argue against with one another. Um, a blame gun. A blame gun. A blame thrower. Yeah, blame thrower. <laughs> a blame thrower. Um, and a gun that makes outfits shrink. All are important. So then um, Roy is talking with the uh, with the waitress. What is her name? I know she has a name because she. They say. I don't remember her name. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't either. Or the actor. Monica. Um, and he's uh, talking to her and he's like, yeah, they kicked me out because they find me threatening. And he and Monica's like, I, I don't find you threatening. And Mr. Furious is like, oh, well, you're uh, you're very uh, kind. And she's like, I don't find you threatening at all, <laughs> which. Yeah. Uh, also, the Blue Rogers at home. Um, and his mom walks in on him in full costume going through her, her silverware drawer. And she's like, Jeff, what are you doing? And he's like, I was just, um, uh, I'm, uh, and then he shifts to his British accent. He's like, I'm a superhero mother. 
and she's like a superhero and he's like i'm an effect superhero to be precise i'm pilfering your tableware because i hurl it i hurl it with a deadly accuracy the blue roger is my name and yes i know i don't wear blue and i speak in a british accent but if you know your history it really does make perfect sense the point is your boy's a limey fork flinger mother hard to swallow i know but there it is what will the bridge club think? And she's like, do you need more forks? And he's like, mother, yes. So they all come together and they go to uh, Casanova's mansion during a gathering of the gangs, uh, which includes the not so goody mob. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, I didn't know um, until I watched it again a couple days ago that um, Michael Bay was in this movie. Michael Bay, the director? Yeah. What the hell was he doing in this movie? He's one of the um, the frat boys. So then after Roy comes back and apologizes, pseudo-apologizes for uh, leaving the group in the first place, they go to... Casanova Frankenstein's lair to save uh, Captain Amazing. Does everyone have a drink? Yes. You're all good? Good. Well, it is wonderful in my heart to see so many familiar faces once again. The Susis, assassins from the East. The Suits, downsizing all those who dare oppose them. And the Farius, always dressed to kill. And the frat boys, still on probation for lethal hazing. And of course, the not so goody mob, putting the rhyme into crime. Well, the pleasure's all mine, Frankenstein. About to perpetrate some evil on these champion city people. Rapping, snapping, capping. Yeah. Tonight, we are having quite a party. A surprise party. Yeah. I have a little something up my sleeve, but I'm not just talking about the vote on my elbow. <laughs> I have created a beautiful machine that is going to encourage our fellow citizens to share my vision of the world. Yeah. Can you dig it? What about Captain Amazing? That is an excellent question, Big Tobacco. What are we going to do about the greatest superheroes that Champion City has ever known? Hmm? For the answer, I want you all to walk this way. Dude, can we uh, bring the brewskis? Yes, of course. You may absolutely bring the brewskis. <laughs> so the guy who asked if they can bring the brewskis, that's Michael Bay. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that worked out. I don't know how he got there, but that's his, that's his role, that he did that. So they go down, they see Captain, or they see uh, Captain Amazing and the uh, the mystery men break in and try and save Captain Amazing, um, which goes poorly because Captain Amazing is kind of a dick. Also, there's a scene before that where there's a uh, skunk humping the spleen's leg and Cal tells him to just go with it and then he rocks his head back and forth. It's a really weird scene. <laughs> but then this happened. You call me, sir? Master of Silverware. You told me to keep up the good work after the, the red eye skirmish. I meet so many people in, in this business, but I, I think I think so. Oh, yes, could you two locate the master ignition switch over there in the main console? Maybe you could open that up. Happy out of here. Two shakes for Lamb's tail, Cap. Frightfully uncomfortable. Great. How does this work? Oh, I've seen one of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you gotta like push this thing in, I think, and twist it. Don't force it, don't force it. She's right, my little friend. This contraption is, in fact, a weapon of mass destruction. Casanova plans to turn it against the city tonight at midnight. Hey, something's happening. Something's happening. Okay, very good. Now, on the wall to your left, you should see two toggles side by side. Oh, oh, toggles? What do you mean toggles? You're talking about switches? I see them, Captain. Thank you. 
Flip the first toggle. Flipping. Excellent work. Now flip. Jolly good work, Chief. Jolly good. Could you just over there, please? Of course. Sorry. Now flip the second toggle. Captain, I'm just going to ask you directly. Do you know billionaire Lance Hunt? It's me. No, I'm kidding with you. I've always wanted to do that. What's next? I just told you, flip the second toggle. Again? What do you mean? Flip the toggle twice? No, 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 no. No, don't, don't do that. Just flip it again. Now, one time. Flip it. Does he understand what I'm asking? Hold on a second. Captain, exactly how many toggle flips in Toto are involved in this entire procedure? I just, it's, it's seven. Seven? Flip it! Seven? Hold the phone, everybody, hold the phone. You phrased that incorrectly. We need to know how many yeah. toggle flips are needed, not counting the gratuitous toggle flip you may have asked for in a moment of panic. Flip it! Okay, you know what? You know what? Can we just start again? Is there some sort of like reset button on this thing? No, you little freak. There's no button for resetting. Flip the switch, lady. Don't stare at me. Lift your left arm. Flip it, you moron! Whoa. You're a moron! You're a moron! Oh, oh, flip the switch. Flip it. That's not cool. Thank you. I will do it. I'll flip do it. Flip the switch, lady. No, Don't look at me like that. Flip this one. Yeah. Uh oh. Wrong switch. So they murder Captain Amazing. The or accident. On accident. But it's his fault for being a dick and not being able to explain something that he really doesn't know anything about because he's never seen this machine before. Flip the toggle seven times. So after that, they <laughs> despair of saving the city, but the shoveler delivered a great pep talk to them all, the united them all, and they go back to the mansion again. Um, they made use of their superpowers in an effective way, such as Invisible Boy finally gets a chance to use his powers because at one point the spleen asks him, when do we get to see your power? And he's like, now's my time. And so he says, don't look at me, don't look at me. And he actually turns invisible and he's able to turn off this uh, laser eye. But then they look at him, he's butt naked, you know, and they're like, yeah, maybe you should put on some shorts if you want to save <laughs> the world today. Um. And they beat up all of the gangs and they're able to make it to uh, Casanova Frankenstein. But at that point in time, Casanova is holding Monica hostage. Um, and he activates a psychofraculator, which begins to wreak havoc upon the city. Um, Mr. Furious is furious. Like, finally, like at first, he's like, I don't have powers. I'm a fraud. What's his, what's his words that he says? My rage is taking over. Oh. What does he say? Uh, hold on one second. It's something. It's something ridiculous. I can... You see, I killed my own man. Uh. Don't lucky me. I get the girl. No! Now he's trying to climb the wall. The blue rod starts throwing knives into our forces to the wall for the climb up. Don't worry. It will all be over so very quickly. What are you doing? They must have ripped the Q section out of my dictionary, because I don't know the meaning of the word quit.
back to stop it. Don't touch any toggles. Bridge taking over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard of such before. No, no, no. We're really taking over. And all he does is gives him a hip flip. A hip toss, rather. He, it, like, they're, his rage taking over still doesn't do much. But he beats up uh, Casanova Frankenstein. And the bowler saves the day by throwing her father, Carmine, and the bowling ball into the hole where the uh, psycho fraculator is. Um, I like how they had gold finger. And then this villain is gold fingernail. Mm-hmm. So Casanova Frankenstein is thrown into the court of Psycho Fraculator, and he's killed by its reality-bending powers. Um, and the bowler drops her bowling ball into the device, and they escape the mansion as it implodes. Um, and so they leave out, saving the day, and they ask everybody what the name of their team is, and nobody should ever give a name for their team, ever. Um, but this their chance to actually uh, speak to the press. This is their time in the sun. Hi, hello, excuse me. Hey, excuse me, can you can you tell us what happened here tonight? We did it! We won! Hey, that's my team! We won! We did. My team. We struck down evil with the mighty sword of teamwork and the hammer of not bickering. We are number one. <laughs> All others are number two or lower. Come on, Who are you guys? It's okay. <laughs> they call me the shoveler. That's my bad! My hero. I'm the bowler. Hello? Hello? Blue Raja, master of silverware. Hi, Mom. I, I mean, Kitty, I'm Oh, And you, sir, what's your name and, and what's your superpower? Uh, my name's Roy, and uh, I'm in a super amount of pain right now. Could you please leave me alone? His name's Mr. Furious, and his power comes from his boundless rage. Hi. Excuse me, can I say something? I think we would all like this victory to go out to all the other guys. And I'm talking about the people in this city who are super good at their jobs but never get any credit. Like the lady in the DMV. That's a rough job. To the people that remember jingles from tons of old commercials. That's and right. and uh, people that support local music and seek out independent films. And the guy that drives the snowplow. And the school nurse. Okay. That's Eddie, a Eddie, I think they got the point. What's the name of this group? The Super Dudes. No, 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 no. We're, we're not the Super Dudes. We, we, we don't have a name yet, but we're definitely not the Super Dudes. We I gotta get game. home. It's late. Well, whatever you call them, Champion City will forever owe a debt of gratitude to these mystery men. Wait, wait, that's it. We are the Super Squad. Alliteration oh, in these situations is corny. And that's what a movie <laughs> Super is. Super Squad. Alliteration is corny. Single simulcast. <laughs> Super so, Squad. I've really enjoyed this movie. Um, I like the movie. It doesn't have a litany of... Um, like it's it's just an enjoyable sit back and relax type movie, and you'll laugh and you'll be grossed out. And Casanova Frankenstein, played by Jeffrey Rush, is like one of the greatest. Um, but yeah, Brandon, who'd you have for the MVP of this movie? Uh, Paul Rubin. I okay. thought Paul Rubin jumped off my screen with that ridiculous character every time he talked. And he kept trying to hit on the bowler. Like, he kept trying to make that happen. And she was like, it's never, ever. It's not going to happen, bro. Look at you. Ever going to happen. Look at you and look at me. Now look at you again. It's not going to, don't do that to yourself. Um, I I thought that it was uh, Casanova. I thought Jeffrey Rush played a, ter a terrific villain. Uh, to have absolutely no powers either. Just to be insane. Um, but yeah. Uh, that wraps up uh, Ben Stiller month. And so next month, I've decided that since uh, COVID has taken it away from me, we are going to do sports. So next month's going to be sports month. And we're starting off with um, Jeff from Jeff vs. World podcast in German. Uh, you doing the, sports movies? The old school homie. Yes. 
You just love torturing me. And we're starting with the program. The fuck is that? You've never seen the program? No. <laughs> oh, you're in for a treat. What is this movie? Oh, so the the month is the program Varsity Blues, the inimitable white men can't jump, little giants, and then we'll close out with Major League. How is oh my god. What? How is Willie Beeman not in this month? Oh, he's in another month. We have a football month. What? <laughs> we have a whole football month? Yeah. I didn't know that. Or did I put okay. any given Sunday? I either did that or else I put it into Al Pacino month. Okay. But oh, yeah. Any given Sunday is in Al Pacino month. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why. Plus, it gives me a chance to talk about uh, Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx in a different month than sports month. So, yeah. Next week, join us when Jeff and Drummer will be there with us so we can talk about that poo butt who robbed my mama in the program. Brandon, you got anything else? No. All right. Well, check us out on Twitter. Brandon is there as that cool blick nerd. That's BLK. I'm there as Rashani. And the show is Hindsight Reviews, R-E-V-U-E-S. You can also leave a review at Podchaser. Um, just type in the name Hindsight Movie Reviews and you could review episodes. You can review the entire show as a whole if you wish. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, y'all have a good day. Peace. for hindsight is coffee by cambo smith and it's from the free music archive this is single simulcast